See, the passion that drove Jesus to the cross should drive you and I to the loss. Is that a true statement? T.L. Osborne quoted that, and I used it in this book. See, I just put it right in front of there. He's in heaven now. He says, it's all right. Are you hearing me? But the Lord says, go to chapter 15 when I'm sitting there a while ago, and I said, well, gosh, that's the chapter on being a fire starter, the Holy Spirit fire. And I go, he says, release some fire here tonight. Yoo-hoo. So that's what we're going to do later. We're going to release some consuming fire. So you've got to have fire in your boiler. Come on. Go like this. See, your boiler, your boiler. You've got to have some fire in your boiler. If you don't have fire in your boiler, Jeremiah said it's fire in the marrow of his bones. Say that. I need fire in the marrow of my bones. I need fire in my boiler. Because see, when the Holy Spirit fire came in Acts chapter number 2, it came like a mighty wind. And it came like what else, Susie? When it came in Acts chapter 2. Fire, like tongues of fire. That rested upon each one individually. You mean they just came down like that? Yeah. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. It came like tongues, as if they were tongues of fire, and it came down on each one individually. Wouldn't you like that to happen in each one of your meetings? Would you like to have that happen when you're in a supermarket? Would you like, of course, you have to be careful in certain places. I wear that shirt that says I'm a criminal. You know, and I, I was warned the other day, and, you know, because I am. I got locked up in Indonesia for preaching. But anyway, uh, people said, do you wear that lot? And I said, not, not into the bank to do a withdrawal. <laughs> I'd never wear it to the bank to do a withdrawal. I mean, you might have to come visit me. But all kidding aside, you've got to have some fire going, church. See? And if your fire burns down a little bit, when I lived in Missouri with my kids, Back there years ago, and we had we had an old wood burning stove, and who had to soak the fire about 2 a.m. Are, are are you understanding? Was it me? Yeah. Oh, it was. See, and you'd have to get out of that cold bed. Well, it was hot and warm in the bed. You had to do what to that fire? What'd you have to do? Do any of you ever have to be stoked sometimes by Holy Ghost? He got to put that poker in there, and he got to mm, stir that puppy up. Are you hearing me? You, you see what I'm saying? What, Duncan? Well, you know, there is an interesting thing that happened to me. Okay. And one of the reasons that I needed to be stoked and fired up. You stoked? You're always pretty fiery. Well, there was there was a lot of things I was doing. Okay. And okay. I was going. I sure wish I had some help with this. And, you know, it was interesting because the Lord said to me, gee, when you were working, you kept saying, if, I got, if I'm going to get anything done, I've got to do it myself. And I went, really? I said that. He said, you said that so many times, you made a commitment <laughs> to do everything yourself. I went, oh. And then he said, and you said that it only gets done right if I do it myself. And I went, Uh-oh. oh, my gosh. Did you repent? <laughs> as fast as I possibly could. Oh. I said, you know, Lord, I really, I really repent of that. And, um, you know, the more, I, the more I realize how much we need each other in the body of Christ, 
and how much we need each other to stir each other up, to give each other a, a big hug, a big, uh, a big fiery yes. hug, you know? How many times have you called somebody and they, they gave you that, that, that encouragement and all of a sudden, boom, flame on, you know? Or you even called somebody and gave them encouragement, and it was flame on. You know, you get that that excitement. That reminded me of a story. You know I'm a storyteller. You're always oh, I through. love to tell stories. How many in here have a story? If you're born again, you got a story. That's a testimony. Are you hearing me? Well, there was this pastor, and he was down in the south, and he was painting his white church, you know? He was painting that puppy, you know? And so, what? That's a pretty funny story. See, she's laughing already. I knew you'd like this story. So so there's this homeless guy comes along, and he says, can I paint your church? And the pastor said, well, yeah, I'll buy you two five-gallon buckets of paint and all the stuff. And, and he says, you paint my church good. And he says, oh, I will. Well, he decided that he would mix that paint, this, this man that, that was homeless, you know. And so he, he, he took one bucket and set over here, but he... He did the other bucket and made two buckets out of it by putting water in it. So he thin, in other words, he thinned it down. Are you hearing me? You never want to let the Holy Spirit be thinned down. Come on, you go want the whole shooting match, don't you? You want the whole enchilada, right? Okay. But this, he thinned that paint down and he painted that thing and he painted that thing. And the pastor come along. He said, "Well, that looks pretty good." Yeah. And this, you know, and all of a sudden, guess what? It started thundering. It started lightning, and all of a sudden it started raining. Well, what happened to the paint? It started running down the building. It come running all over the ground. Oh, let me do it. Okay, you do the rest. <laughs> this is <And> so fun. <laughs> repaint and thin no more. <laughs> Are you hearing me? <laughs> see, see, you got to have a little fun. But see, that really wasn't fun. See, to me. A repentance is a springboard to maturity. Are you hearing me? That's just a Roy Boy thing, you know. I, I you know, repentance is a springboard to maturity. So the faster you see, I used to run from God. Now I run to Him. Because it's easier to repent and get on going on your course. Now, anyway, back to this book. I was going to talk about this little fire incident. I wrote about this. I guess it was 207, and and. Uh, I, I, I was looking over there a while ago, and the Lord says, you look that up right now and just tell them that uh, when the fire comes down, you want to be a fire starter. Are you hearing me? See? You know what a fire starter is, one of those little click things when you do the thing? So so you, you and I got to have the clicker going, and you got to start some fires. Has anybody in here started any fires lately? Well, then it's about time. It's about time. You, see, see, I worked in the forestry department in college and, and agriculture and all that stuff, and, and, and we learned about fires. See, I'm not talking be a, about a, being a pyromaniac or whatever they call them guys. I'm talking about just starting some, you know, firefighting. We had to fight fires in the forestry department. And so we learned about the fire triangle. Are you hearing me? The fire triangle. You've got to have the right three elements to have spontaneous combustion. Spontaneous combustion. Boom! And you've got a tree topper. A tree topper is one of the hottest fires there is. We've got to have some tree toppers in here. So tonight, later, we're going to release some fire. My wife did the cover on this book. 
say thank you, pumpkin. That's a cool. See, she did this. I said, we need some flames. And she put flames on there. And so we were going to call this book How to Break Free in a World That Wants to Tie You Down. And Robert Fitz, our spiritual father in YWIM over there, he looked at that book. He said, Brother Roy, that's not that title. He said, that title's Passion. See, the passion that drove Jesus to the cross should drive us to the lost. Are you here? See, he said, this book is passion. Sue did these fires all over that puppy. And I tell you, we take it out all over now, okay? So, anyway, that's that. So, Pumpkin, um, we're having some fun here, aren't we? Hey, I just remember another story. Remember the pastor? Wait, wait. Oh, the one about Johnny. They got to hear this one. Okay, because we're doing, these are icebreakers, Pumpkin. Okay, go ahead. Oh, you want me to tell about Johnny? Okay, you tell it, Johnny. You guys are going to like this one, too. These are icebreakers, guys. Come on. We're loosening you up. Get loose. Come on. Shake it out. Get loose. Get loose. Get loose. Come on. Okay. So so <laughs> the pastor is preaching, and little Johnny comes running up. Why? Well, the pastor's preaching. And he grabs all the pastor's pants and goes, Pastor, I've got to talk to you. And the pastor says, just a minute, Johnny. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm preaching. Let me, let me finish my preaching, and then I'll talk to you. And the preacher was, was preaching on all things are possible with Christ. So Johnny comes up, back up, and he grabs the pastor's pants. He goes, "No, pastor, I gotta talk to you now." And the pastor looks at him and goes, "Johnny, what is so important that you have to talk to me now?" And Johnny says. Pastor, I need you to pray for me. I need to be possible. My mother says I'm always impossible. And I want to pray for you so I can be possible. How many want to be possible tonight? See, see, I'm talking about, see, the, the reason Sue and I are teaching tonight is we go around and we teach people how to grow up. My buddy, uh, friend, uh, Leonard Ravenhill's uh, son, David Ravenhill. Anybody heard of David Ravenhill? I, I've traveled with him. Now, Leonard's in heaven now, but David and I were traveling up in uh, Idaho, Pocatello, and, and doing some meetings and things, and David was trying to write a book called For God's Sake, Grow Up Church. Guess what? Destiny Image didn't want to print it at first. But guess what? They eventually did. But one of the things that Sue and I teach is, church, for God's sake, grow up! It's time. See, we want to see you get to your destiny, church. That's why we teach what we do. See, one of the reasons we don't is we haven't gone back to Genesis and we haven't taken back our authority and dominion yet. Are you hearing me? Is, is that news to you? See, our first couple, you can blame it on them because they done dude it. Did it? You know that? Undoed it. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Undoed it. And, and you've got to go back there and take back your authority and take back your dominion so you can walk into destiny. The enemy has stolen it from you, and you didn't even know it. I mean, notice. I live in Oklahoma now. It's all right. You can do it. You can say that over there. Okay, Susie, where are we going with this? Thing? Well, where Rick's I'm waiting in, over there to I, show okay, some film okay. in a minute. Okay. okay. Where where I was going with my story oh, yes, was see. that um, during that time I was um, 
the Lord was dealing with us on starting this new um, season of our life. And this new season of our life was to start this, uh, to, to start an online course, to start, he already talked to us about court, setting up the, the court system, which is the City of Refuge Training Center. And he said, you can have, you, I want people to come to your house and hang out at your house and, you know, and spend some time and, you know, and, and train them up. And so we said, that's a great idea. But then he said, okay, we want, I want you to go on the Internet in a really deep way where you can teach people. Well, now I have some Internet and uh, some computer skills, but I don't Your have... Your husband has zero. <laughs> I don't have anything like what we needed. And so I'm like sitting there going, really? I don't, I, I don't even know where to start. But once I repented <laughs> of not having to do everything myself, lo and behold, God blessed us with having Rick come to our to our Stand up, here. Rick. Come on. Come on. Hey, now come on now. Don't be embarrassed. He's our oldest son now. He asked me for the car keys, and I'm reluctant sometimes. But... <laughs> but we, so this, this whole... Uh, the whole concept of it, uh, Roy has had the vision for this for years. He's taken millions of pictures. Not quite that many, but a lot. And he's had, uh, he's done interviews with people. And he's uh, written all down all his journals. And he's written down the things, that, the visions that God has given him, all these things. And he had all these things. And it's kind of like, you know, even though he wrote books, it's like there's more than just books here. There's this accumulation of something, and we didn't quite know what to do with it. And so we knew that God was talking to us about this. And Roy, in the meantime, he, God bless him, he's going, I have no computer skills. Don't ask me to do anything because I don't know what I'm doing. It blows up when I touch it. And, Anybody and so, ever had unbelief? <laughs> I had to go to my closet and repent. I mean, repaint. No, repent. <laughs> So, so when Rick comes along, he gets to he has he he takes our crazy ideas and he puts them into a formulated idea and a structure, and we go, oh, is that what God was saying? Yeah. So, so this is this is um, what God has blessed us with and what he's where he wants us to go with this. This and, is a and we had what. At him, what, some 10 years ago in California? 10 years ago in California. Is that right, Rick, about we 10? Actually, okay. We actually all started working together on the Internet, but because of his insane busy uh, schedule where he was and our insane busy schedule where we were, we only could get snippets of time together and we could only get snippets put together. And so he did do a, a, a nice... Um, you did a thing on Africa for us, yeah, remember? Yeah, for MEHA. Yeah, for a Mutual so, Encouragement Hope Home, Waibuya, Kenya. But we did not have, you know, the total vision of it. And and so when he, he came along, he's like, okay, this is, you know, what do you think about that? He just walks up to us and goes, what do you think about this? And we sat down and went, 
oh, that's exactly what's been, you know, we saw it structured. So anyway, that's, that's okay, how... Okay, let me throw a scripture in here, uh, Pumpkin. How many remember Habakkuk? Without, come on, someone, without shout vision. it out. Without vision. Without people. Well, what? What's, what's that mean? What's perish mean? It means loses their vision. So, so you you have now. What's the first thing he said to do with a vision? Run with it. You got to write it down. Then you got to embrace it. Is that true? Then you got to own it. Is that true? Then you got to walk it. Psalms one nineteen one o five. Your words like feet and land for roadways. See, and then guess what? It's all you guys' fault. We left the conference here. <laughs> Not too long back, we've been. This is our fourth conference. The very first conference we did was rela- releasing the rack. This the second was merge, and the third was firestorm New England, and now this one. Give the Lord a hand. Come on, that is so cool. This is our fourth time, and they're put. They're still putting up with us. Isn't that something? Okay. But at every huh? time we what? and every time we left here, like something major happened. It was like oh something major God. in our life changed. Yes. We went, Remember what happened last year? The Lord said, see, I'm a rabbit. She's a turtle. See, and now we've learned to be tribbets. A tribbet is a half a turtle and a half a rabbit, see, because I've always been a rabbit. She's a turtle. And, and when I preach, I preach like a rabbit. I run around, shh, you know, in the whole, and nobody can catch up with me. And Lonnie said last year, well, what a rabbit you are. No, he didn't say that. But I realized I was. And so I slowed her down. But when we left the conference here last year, the Lord says, go lower and slower. They thank you, Lord Roy and Sue. Listen, <laughs> we did. We had to slow the pace down. Yeah. So say thank you, uh, uh, Tribbets. Yeah. That's where we are now. So anyway, um, okay. so as this, this um, vision was forming, uh, we were, now we're trying to get everything, um, every different part has has a different uh, a, fun- a different function in the way that it all comes together. So it it uses different uh, different aspects of um, computer world, and it, it has different uh, ways that it all comes together. So what I'm trying to say is is that there will be um, a section for schools and for uh, and there will be a section for the house church. And there's going to be a section for evangelism, evangelism, and a section for ministering to the uh, people that are in cults. In cults, uh, intercession. So we're going to have all these different sections, and we also are asking people if they want to, you know, put their stuff on, and if they want to do it, then what they do is they they uh, you put a little blurb, and then you link it to your page, and then your page has all your information. Okay, so, let, let me that's do getting it. the cart ahead of the course. Let so. me do a little filler here. How many uh, know about Sue and I and what we do? Okay, so there's a few that don't. Okay, let me do some fillers. I've been evangelizing 40 years. I'd lost my wife, and I was on the mission uh, trail, and uh, I worked with vets also. I'm actually, we're both shock and trauma, drugs, alcohol, suicide counselors. We work in the VAs, we work in jails, prisons, all over the place, rehab centers, you name it, we work there. Uh, we work with ones that are really 
caught up in dysfunction. They can't get loose. And like Betty, she's letting us use her school material now. Thank you, Betty. This is so cool. Rick's getting excited to get that stuff going, Betty. But the thing that Sue and I have done, see, I've been ministering 40 years now. I didn't get started until I was 38. I was in YWIM in Honolulu, Hawaii. I was suffering in paradise. Okay, is that, was that all right? And my first uh, ministry on the streets was in Waikiki. <laughs> you got to hear this. The Harry Kushners were on this corner, and we were on this corner. We had our guitar over here, and they were doing their tambourines. But how many know the Holy Spirit that has the most is greater? See, the Holy Ghost that has the most is, the most is greater. So all of a sudden, we just played louder, and the Holy Spirit followed on us, and the Harry Kushners had to go down the block. Are you hearing me? See, see, see you got, you got to have a little strategy going. That's the first place I ever ministered on the streets of Honolulu, you know, in Waikiki. So uh, now I was going to, did some classes at YWIN there. But the point is, I was 38 years old, so I had to catch up a little bit because God actually touched me and wanted me to start preaching in Vietnam in 1966. I got baptized in South China Sea and I was singing Kambaya, Oh My Lord, and, and the missionaries were getting killed and they came there and they seen me and they prayed for me to be a worldwide missionary. Whoops. Time took over. Seventeen years later, I tried committing suicide in North Shore away, and, and I took my fist at God, and, and I says, I couldn't even do that one right, God. He said, well, Roy, the devil can't have you. You're mine. Are you hearing me? Say this. The devil can't have us. The We're the Lord's. We're the Lord's. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Pass the ammunition. Did you know that that's a World War II song? Yeah. Did, how many here remember the World? I am not going to sing it. Oh, you're. No. I thought you were going to no, sing it. Oh, no, she refuses it. to sing it. Okay. So a little more with our testimony now. And so here I am preaching for a number of years. I went to San Diego eventually. My kids. I had some kids, and and their mother was Joe's witness, and she she took off, married another guy, and and so I uh, uh, I just went on, you know, wanting to preach. And so why women let me preach? They taught me how to preach. I, I was 38 years old. That's where I got my nickname, Roy Boy. I was 38 years old, and I was so childlike. I never had a birthday party in 17 years because you don't have one as Joe's Witness. So they threw me a, a, a bash on the beach. Well, my kids sucked down the beach to go to my birthday party because they weren't supposed to even come there, you know. And they wanted to have a birthday party because they had never had one. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so they nicknamed me Roy Boy because I was having so much fun. I was surfing and everything at 38 years old. Are you hearing me? So God just started touching me. And, and how many know that God can catch you up? See, I didn't cry in, 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 in my stuff. I didn't get bitter. I didn't get all that because I knew I had mucked up in life. So how, much, how many know that if you get rid of your muck up, you can go on? The Holy Ghost that had the most got a hold of me in my room. See, my, I, I was raised in an abusive childhood. My dad was into witchcraft and uh, had me prayed over by an astrologist when I was born. Susan's family threw cans of pears at each other. Oh, I don't want to go into that one. Okay. We're not talking about your family. Okay. Her, her family was dysfunctional and so was mine. But the point is, is that we grew up in dysfunctional families. But God eventually brought us together. We've been married 23 years coming up here. Now, give, give the Lord a hand. Come on. That, that's spectacular. 23 years now. Yay, God. Uh, 
We've had a few little nose-to-noses, but not too much, right? What, are, what did we do when we first got married? We we made a, con, a, a contract. What was it? Well, yeah, we signed well, our that. Well, right? our first decision between well, was before we even got married yes. because we were first devoted to the Lord. And before we even got together, we had both said, you know, we don't need a human mate. We have God, and he is our all in all. And we had both said that. We were both married to the Lord. And then our friends came up to us one day and said to him and said to me individually, because we had only seen each other twice before we uh, before he left for California. And I was in Michigan then. And uh, they said, you know, uh, why don't you consider something? And, and, I, and the Lord actually uh, kind of yelled at me for saying that. <laughs> I, it's a long story. I don't want to go. I don't want to take away from what we're doing here, but um, it was it, it was really interesting the way that the Lord did what He did, and uh, we had both made commitments in our heart that we were going to you know just stay single and stay with the Lord, and the Lord changed that whole situation around, and then um, our first commitment to each other when we when we first got together was that the Lord comes first, Number and there will two. always be. There will always be growth. We will not mm-hmm. we will not go someplace like a church or whatever and stop. We will not stop. We will always be pursuing the Lord and there's not you know, a lot of times you can get you can get a position in a church or you can get a position out on T V or wherever it is and all of a sudden you think you have reached it. You have arrived, and you are a big shot. And all of a sudden, God pales, and your big shotness is more important. And we made a commitment to each other that we would never do that and that we would get in each other's face if we even tried. So that was, that was uh, a, right away, that was what we started to, talking to each other and about. And number two, we wouldn't rescue or enable each other. I'll say this. I will not rescue, I will not enable my spouse, and vice versa. It's not of God. See, too many people are rescuers, and guess what? They never grow up. They they haven't put their big boy pants on yet. Are you hearing me? It's time, church, to put your big boy pants on. Are you hearing me? And big girl pants. And big girl pants. Come on. Too many are still wearing their, you know, diapers, you know? And so what we did is uh, when we met, we still had some baggage. But how many know that God's in the baggage business? Now, I'm not talking about the airport. I'm talking your own baggage that's in your back sack, and you're getting heavier and heavier. See, it's time to get some of them rocks out of your backpack. So me, what I did is uh, everybody kept coming to me with the Holy Ghost. Well, I was afraid of the Holy Ghost. I was raised in Kansas. I was still looking for Dorothy and Toto, you know. Come on. I was a Kansas boy, you know. And I was scared of the dark. Come on. I really was. I was raised up there in them storms. And you see Dorothy and Toto go over every now and then. So what did we do? We moved right into Tornado Alley, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Well, we're two hours down. Thank goodness. But the point is, is this. Uh, I found out eventually that the Holy Ghost has the most, he could deliver me. See, many people go to ten step, five step, three steps, in between steps. I went to Holy Ghost step. And guess what? I got delivered of my PTSD. 
They said uh, in Washington, D.C., my records show I'm in permanent remission for having been crazy. I really am, for the Lord. Are you hearing me? See, I got rid of the PTSD stuff. I went in my room. See, they kept telling me I needed the Holy Ghost, and I said, I'll do that. My dad was into witchcraft, had me prayed over by astrologists in L.A. when I was born, and, and, and he beat me and my mom and all that, and I didn't like that. I went to a, to a, a war, come home traumatized from a war. But here, here's the point, guys. I don't care how much stuff, say stuff. Stuff. Stuff doesn't rule us. Stuff doesn't rule us. It does not rule us. See, too many of us let stuff rule us. It's not. You're to put it on the altar of sacrifice and let God consume it with fire. Yes, fire. And that's what he did. Everybody was telling me I needed this Holy Ghost, and I even told a pastor off, squealed my tires, and ran out of his church. Then my roommate, I was rooming with a guy on North Shore, and these guy, he was ex-ranger, and I could trust this guy. He had been military. I, I knew I could trust him. He kept saying, you need the Holy Ghost. Well, we'll see. Well, one night, how many have had a showdown with God? Anybody here had a showdown with God? I know Rick has. Rick and I have talked about it a lot, huh? We both did, didn't we? A showdown to God when you go, is when you go nose to nose with him. Now, does he take you out when you do that? No. He's glad you're honest with him. Are you hearing me? I was afraid of the Father because of my dad. I was afraid of the Holy Ghost because my dad was into witchcraft, and he did Ouija boards and all that. I knew that stuff. Uh, the Holy uh, Jesus I knew as a little shepherd boy. But I didn't know them. But how many know you go into your closet with the Word of God right here? Lock yourself in like Betty said. Lock yourself in and let the Holy Ghost teach you. Amen. He will teach you. Amen. Yes, you need teachers from time to time. Yay! But here I was. It was showdown time. Nine o'clock at night. I went into my room. David was asleep. Thank goodness. I said, God, I lifted my hand. This Holy Ghost stuff is either true or it's not. See, that's a showdown. See, prove it to me. God, you know? Second Timothy 3.16 says, All scriptures. Say all. All, all scriptures inspired of God. All scriptures Come on. All scriptures inspired of God. Beneficial for what? Teaching, reproving, for disciplining, for equipping, the matter one of God for every good work. There's a few more things in there. You read them yourself. So the point is we got, need to use the Scripture to be our plumb bob in this Word and prove things, prove the things that are of God. So I'm in there. God, you prove to me tonight. I went nose to nose with heaven that night. And all of a sudden... Started preaching in tongues. I did not have a foreign language. I barely could speak English. You ask some of the people that knew me. I'm from Kansas. Come on, we say words a little bit different than some, but I have, I'm still doing a little better, huh? Okay. But the point is, all of a sudden I started speaking in tongues. It scared the bejeebs out of me. Oh, it did. Because I mean, <laughs> come on. Uh, uh, who's in here? Who's doing that? And then Satan materialized in the corner of my bedroom as tall as the wall. 
He was real. And he wanted me bad. And I started speaking louder and louder and louder and louder. And guess what? He deed him out. Deed him out uh, French for, or Vietnamese for get out of Dodge, you know. Come on. So he left. He had to flee. And all of a sudden, I'm speaking louder because I'm really scared by now. And then I'm louder and I'm speaking and speaking. And then he gave me another tongue. And I'm speaking and speaking. And then I heard these screams. They were... I was being delivered of the demons in the room, just me and the Holy Ghost. Give the Lord a hand. This is pretty heavy stuff, church. But it seriously did happen. See, the Holy Ghost that has the most can do what he wants. And if you allow him to do, he'll do anything that you allow him to do, see. I was 38 years old. It's about time I had some peace in my life. It's about time I, I quit uh, uh, having demonic dreams. It's time I quit being tormented. I was tormented for 10 years after Vietnam War. Horrible torment. I didn't have peace. I cursed everything that moved or breathed almost. I was that bad off. So all of a sudden, I realized I had a heavenly counter. You had a heavenly counter? See, tonight we had a heavenly counter. Did you hear the angels singing here tonight? Oh, they were, there was a chorus. Uh, See, I do a lot of solos in church. I sing so low you can't hear me. Oh, just kidding. Uh, They were singing, and I was singing with them, and I didn't get rebuked. Sometimes Sue goes like that, "Mm -mm, pumpkin, you know, but tonight I was in in sync, you know, and and there's Dave. (laughs) That was so cool tonight. John was just bringing us. You ushered us into the presence of the living God. And see, you use several scriptures tonight. You use Isaiah 6.8. Isaiah 6.8 is where the train of the temple came and Isaiah was undone. Remember that? Isaiah was undone. And then you used several other scriptures there tonight in your, in, in your song. He, you used the one about the presence. You used Isaiah 55 tonight. Ho! That's where the flow of the water is. Ho! In Isaiah 55, that's where the flow of the... That's the flow of the... The, the waters of heaven coming down, broad and spacious waterways of, uh, of heavenly New Jerusalem, watering the trees of righteousness, coming right down into us. I walk into a village in Africa now, and all the women say, Ho, oh, Master! Guess what? They got it. See, see, until you get it, you don't have truth. You don't have revelation. See, illumination, you'll go, only go as far and as fast as your illumination. Illumination is revelation, church. See? So, so this is a good place to yes, segue and, and, back and, and, into what we And we're, we're going right back in here. Okay. Sue says I get so on doggy trails. But let me finish just real quick. <laughs> the Holy Ghost that has the most delivered me 100% that Amen. night. Amen. Amen. Praise and glory. And then he gave me a vision for the rest of my life, what my ministry would be, and I've been doing it now for 40 years. Absolutely. Give the Lord another hand. He deserves it. And Sue deserves it because she lives with me. Okay, Punk, okay. where are we going? Um, We're going to have Rick show something in a yeah, minute. So okay. what we want to do right now is show you uh, the lead-in to our uh, to the new court site. Um, training so center. The, court, the uh, City of Refuge Training Center. Now, do we have to get and back out of the way a little bit here? Or can you see up there? Yeah. Oh, you can okay. see it. Okay. So um, uh, our scriptures are based on Ephesians uh, 4, uh, 11. And um, now every picture that you see in this video are actual scenes from Oklahoma. So this, our beautiful Oklahoma is in the background. 
and every single one of the slides has uh, has words from the Apostle Paul. So and Rick's going to start it up. It's four minutes, and uh, this is a work in progress, everybody. And uh, this is this is the start. Of
sign up? How many want to come to court? The way you come to court is you make a reservation. If there's room at the end, you can come. Yeah. Isn't that right, Miss Funk? Yes, that's right. Okay, where are we going from here? Okay, I, I think because of time, it's, yes. it's almost 9 o'clock. How so much time do we have? We need to ask our facilitators how much time we have. We, Betty was talking to us about that. We have to be under spiritual authority, isn't that right, Betty? That's what you were telling. That's what you were teaching us. So we are under spiritual authority. How much time we got? Oh, two days. Okay, we got we got plenty of time, Pumpkin. Okay. okay. Well, so what we want to so do we, now? So we're not going to worry is, about the time. Um, we have a we have a, um, a, a basic outline of the school, more more so than what you saw in the video. Oh, I'm sorry. We have a um, basic outline. It's a rough outline of this of the school. Um, we are once again a uh, it, we're in progress. We are putting things together in different ways. We're finding out the best way to do some of these things. Um, how many people here have used um, conference conference calling? And how many have had to pay to use conference calling? And um, what we have discovered is a, um, a wonderful tool that you don't have to pay for, and you can have up to 10 people online at the same time, and it doesn't fall out like if you use Skype or Conference Call or whatever those other ones are, which I've used them all, and they, they fall out. You know, and you're talking to somebody, and all of a sudden they pixelate or they drop off or whatever. And this, this uh this tool that we're going to use is uh, so you can have 10 people on at the same time. So you can have like your school, and and uh, and what we're going to do is set it up so that you can uh, text a person and say or or email them and say, hey, um, I'd like to meet with you online on on Tuesday at three o'clock, and or you know the next 10 minutes. And you don't have to call and set it up and pay for it. You just meet them online. You just meet them right there. We had been doing it on Skype. We were ministering into Pakistan to 100 pastors on Skype. How many know you get glitches and you get all kinds of crazy things that go on? Pixelation. Pixelation. <laughs> we, were, we were ministering into uh, Africa, of course. And, and then, of course, we have house churches all over, all over the U.S. And uh, so after 24 countries and... 60, 56 or, oh wait, 46 states, uh, we made some, some very uh, sound relational friendships. Are you hearing me? And, and, and that's what it's all about. Say, God is a relational God. Yeah. And, 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 and look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor now. Say, I'm relational with you. Now, in, in all these, um, each one of these people, well, not each one, but a lot of the people that we know in, these, in different states, uh, they, are, they are house church people. They enjoy having house churches. And how much fun to be able to get online with your 10 people and their 10 people or your two people and their two people. However many people are there, it doesn't matter. You know, just to have fellowship together and all just to have house church together. Uh, how, is, how, uh, let's say that little ditty that our spiritual father Robert told us. Okay. We need to 
We need to unify. Say this. We need to unify, to diversify, to multiply. You know what diversify means? Use your giftings. See? Look at your neighbor and say, I can unify with you. So so many people today, they don't know how to unify. They want to go nose to nose. It's time to get loose, church, and unify. Then if you unify, then you use your gifts. And then what do you do? You go to the marketplaces of life. Isn't that work? It's cool. And that's what they've done here. Okay, Pumpkin, what do you got? I always put her on the spot. She loves it. So um, pretty soon... And I, now I'm going to put Rick on the spot. Oh, you're putting Rick on? Oh, yeah, Rick, Rick on Rick's got big shoulders. Are you? Are okay, you? <laughs> so so uh, Rick is a very talented musician, and his dream is to have a um, house church band, like one person in maybe Michigan and one person in California and one person, and he's trying to set this up so the whole thing sinks, and he's, he's getting it down pretty doggone good. So we're really excited about that. And we have all kinds of people that are signing up. We're, we're trying to get Kyle over here to help us. So well, yeah, Rick talked to Kyle already about getting so, that keyboard going yeah, on there. So <laughs> this is all this is all new and exciting. So why don't we just go ahead and play this part? Okay. Because and I'll stand over here so we can just sort of point a few things out. Okay. Um, Rick, you help me on this one because you know me. Okay. <laughs> okay, you guys bear with us. This is a work in progress. Okay. This is some of the structure of court. Thank you. <laughs> we, we need, need it. it. Uh-oh. Is that, is that the first one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's the first one. Okay. Okay, so um, the Explain name of the course yeah. that we have is called uh, School of Tyrannus, and that is actually taken right from the scriptures. They had, um, Paul had a school of Tyrannus, and uh, so... Uh, the School of Tyrannus is the course you're going to take, and it's going to be on the, uh, through the City of Refuge Training Center. Let me give a little tidbit on that. How many remember that uh, Paul was preaching in the synagogue to begin with? And all of a sudden, he wasn't welcomed there. So he found a building called, in a place called Tyrannus. So he, for two years, taught in the School of Tyrannus. Say, School of Tyrannus is for real. It's not heresy, you know. Okay, okay. So that's where we're going because we're going to have a school of Tyrannus. And how many... Oh, I'm getting hit. Huh? Yes. Court is based on the framework of Tyrannus. Paul even had a school in his house. You know who the first house... where the first house church was? In Cornelius' house. Think about it. In Cornelius' house. And then Acts 20.20, and they went from house to house. And then we're going to explain some of the stuff that goes on, okay. Susan, I'll let you explain these. You can see them better than me. We have six six different blocks here, and she'll talk about Our goal is to train others to go into the world and preach the gospel. So that's what we have is uh, different tools, uh, different um, uh, 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 sections of the schooling, and they all have different um, emphasis, but they're all basically to um, help people to go into the world and preach the gospel. 
but be grilled up too. Are you hearing me? Okay. Okay, um, next one. Our plan, through faith, prayer, and patience to expand our content and capabilities to reach throughout the world. So we're constantly on the, um, on the move trying to make sure we have the, the best updated equipment or best updated uh, materials and, and anybody that, is, um, that has the heart for the Lord and has good sound biblical materials can add to uh, the connection of from the school to their site and their site to our school. Okay. Our structure, we are a small internet-based ministry which also travels to keep in contact with home church network. We, are, we facilitate to communicate with other ministries. We have now 140 underground churches in Pakistan. We did Robert's books in Urdu seven years all over the internet. No boots on the ground. Robert calls me, Roy, would you go to Pakistan? I said, excuse me, there must be an interruption in our telephone line. <laughs> did you say Pakistan? I says, I'll get killed there. <laughs> And I realized I was talking out of line because I was speaking negatively. Are you here? I repented. Come on. I really did. I went to my prayer closet. I says, Daddy, yeah, external distractions and internal chaos. You don't want to have internal chaos or external distractions. That was an external distraction. I almost got killed in, in, in five other countries. Come on. I still have a warrant from arrest in Indonesia. We preached there. And lock, locked up two days, so I was just saying, you know, this, you know how we do. So the point is, is that we have 140 underground churches there now. Pastor John, when we were teaching 100 pastors the other recently, he said to me, he says, Pastor Roy, he says, how many of your leaders in the U.S. and pastors have been martyred for their faith? Soon I sat there on their couch, stunned. We were teaching on our couch on the internet, on you know. And I'm like, well, Pastor Donna, I, I don't know of any. He says, do you know, Roy? Pastor Roy, he says, all, say all, all, all is all. All of us will be martyred for our faith. In Acts number 15, 26, somebody grab that real quick. Acts 15, 26. It's a very short scripture, but this is what you're going to have to face, church. We're coming into a time. We really are. So who found it? You found it, read it really loud. 15.26, Acts 15.26. It's about two sentences long. Now what was that? What did you say again? Does that mean women? Yeah. Okay, say that together. Many who have risked their lives for Jesus Christ. Did you get that in your heart and spirit? See, that's where we're going, church. See, too many people are living in la-la land. It's time to get real church. It's time. Go ahead, Susie or Rick. Okay, yeah, Rick. 
our classes. Our menu of classes is currently being developed as they come online. All Facebook websites, email lists, text lists will be updated. So one of the things that is really cool about this is like it say, say you want to post something and you want somebody to know that you have um, a teaching on something. So you put it on, you put a little blurb and says, I have a, uh, you know, a, a teaching on this. And then it will go to your, it'll be hooked up so that it can go right to your emails, right to your uh, Facebook page, right to your Twitter, however you want to tweet that up there. And so it'll all be connected. So all they have to do is hit the link from any one of those sources, and it will come right into your teaching. So it makes it available in all the different genres so that it's not, a, it's not just on one web page over here that nobody knows about. So Susan, this sounds like a network. It's a big network. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> See, when Robert Fitz asked Sue and I to take the House Church Network about four years ago, we had worked with him for 10 years, I freaked out. I said, you know, God, my earth suit's not as young as it used to be, and you're asking us to assume and facilitate a worldwide network. And, see, we need to be careful because sometimes, remember, who was it Moses said? Find somebody else. <laughs> you know? How many of you have said that? We all have. Uh, excuse me, God. Uh, we need to have a little bit of a heart-to-heart -heart here. Um, my earth suit. See, Moses, he he had to tread water because he had no place to go. I didn't either. And so when we left this conference last year, I had a snit fit with the Lord for seven months. I I I I'm really sorry to say it. Susie knows all about it. I I was having interaction with the Lord. I tried every way in the world to figure out how. I shouldn't assume the network. In the in the computer way. Yes, in the computer yeah. way. I lost. Because, you know, sometimes we can't wrap around our minds around how things are supposed to function. Because we, we couldn't can't continue. Figure uh, out, the, uh, if we no, can't figure out how it's supposed to work and how it's supposed to do, and Rick's over there working his little heart out, and he's got these things, and Roy's going, I don't get it. How am I... What, you want me to do all this stuff? And, and Rick's going, no, <laughs> I don't want you to do all this stuff. I want you to give me your teachings so that I can do all this stuff. Okay. And finally, one day, the <laughs> light bulb went on. The light bulb went on, finally, here, you know. Duh, I could have had a V8, you know. I mean, I just didn't quite get it. But all of a sudden, illumination came, which is revelation. And Rick says, Roy, Got it. I says, Rick, you can have it because I don't, know, you know, I don't know how to do this. Punk, and she's good at it. You know, go ahead. Susan. Okay, uh, go to the next one. Okay, our method is biblically sound content provided through subject matter experts developed for web delivery. So it will be it will be set up so that it's not just um, it so that it won't be like glitchy when you go between one and another because how many how many of us have hit, had that wonderful time where we're like oh this looks really good and all of a sudden it's like web page dead 
no, you know, no connection, you know. So, and that's so frustrating. So um, that's one of the things. We're, we're not going to use standard, standard, um, uh, uh, standard uh, places that other other people use. We're going to be using a, a bigger server server setup, and we're going to be using a bigger. It's called Moodle. It has um, so much more flexibility, so much more beautiful things you can use. Plus, she's got some other things she's plugged into it, so that we can, so that it's going to run smoothly, and so that it has really good content, and so that it's not going to be all um, confusing for the average user. When you know? Rick told us that we were going to use Moodle, I said, I don't like, like McNoodle. Remember what the Spanish people eat? What's it called? Menudo. Yeah. I says, I don't like it. And he says, Roy, get a grip. <laughs> he says, this is a program. Oh, okay. See, that shows you how much I know about this kind of stuff, see? So you've got to have an expert. So God brought us an expert, see? And then the last, uh, the last one. Oh, you switched. Okay, stop right there. Don't move yet. The last one was... Um, with um, with the um, now I'm getting getting crazy getting okay was praise which is praise and worship read the word interactively assign and report intercessory prayer signs and wonders and eat and fellowship doesn't that sound good so say praise <laughs> praise okay now this block that's praise has five is it five letters yeah we okay did that. yeah but read it read it one more time because I want them okay. to it's an acronym are you hearing me yes. And so praise. we incorporate these into the house church, every single house church, and we try to get them to, uh, as part of the teaching, to incorporate them into every single house church that they have every time. And it's, uh, number one is P for praise and worship. R is for read the word interactively. A is to assign and report. I is for intercessory prayer. S is for sign and wonders, and E is for eat and fellowship. Okay, we're going to a graph now. We're not going to spend much time on the graph. We have two graphs, and then we're going to get back in to finish up the teaching here. But see this graph? You know who did this? It weren't me. It was him. Oh. Well, what it does is it breaks down. Um, this is This is the vision he gave us, and this is why we went... Oh, okay, that makes sense now. And so it's just a breakdown of how the how it how court actually functions and Rick, how it explain this real quick here. Since you wrote it. What this does is it just breaks down that the various everything that if somebody is providing content it breaks it down into into categories and categories are into courses and then courses into subparts like chapters in a book. That's the far right-hand side. And it all works out, and it comes out where it says court at the other end there, and that's just basically the entranceway to the site. And what happens is, is and so that's all content on the one side, and that's the part that just we're building. So let's say you had something that you wanted to put on there. It gets broken down basically in the same, function, same way. Those are just various different functions that you have. First thing that happens when somebody does come in and decide to become a content provider is you automatically get your own conference room. 
you can do live conferencing and you can do live webinars. And basically it all works like that. These are the current the current people that are that are working to supply content. And each you can see out there they have Facebook pages, you have websites, et cetera, et cetera. Those are all entrance ways that you have. And so each one of those are, they, they provide we just link to it so that there's one common entrance way. So and on Rick the other side behind that wall that says Fort is where all the content is. And earlier today, uh, Kathy, you were asking me about a place where you could have have protected content and things that that's access for certain people and things like that. And and that's where you would do that kind of thing. And see so all these people on the left, those are all SMEs. Oh, that's right. SMA. Yeah. <laughs> An SME is a subject matter expert. <laughs> so we all get to be SMEs as we give him information. And you never thought you would be an SME, did you? <laughs> say, church, say this. I was going to try to remember what I was going to say. We are many members. One body. See, you've got to quit being divided as a body. See, there's too much stuff going on out there. It's time to come together as a body. You can quit having the color of the carpet and this and da 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 da. Can't you just see Father God up there going, Will they ever get it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> His patience, were, I'm glad it's what it is because. I would have been dead a long time ago because I'm sure I tried the Father a whole bunch. You know what I'm saying? But it's time that we do unify, diversify, and multiply. Susie, where are we going? Well, I think we should probably... Um, Is it that late? Oh, okay. Well, we're going to bring this to a close. The thing we'd like for you to really do, this is our syllabus, 111 pages. It's a work in progress. <laughs> Sue and I are here and Larry in California. And we're doing film, we're doing everything. I mean, we're up to what page now? We're about to page 30. We've been working on this thing almost three months. So there's a lot of time here, but guys, it's going to be worthwhile. And so I want to read you a scripture here. Uh, it's a scripture that the Lord gave me this morning. And it's in Romans 8. Say Romans 8. Okay, in Romans 8, listen to this. It's down here right at the bottom. How many remember in Romans 7, Paul said the things he wanted to do he didn't, the things he didn't know he didn't, and oh, wretched man that I am. Are you understanding? In Romans 8, Paul said he was more than a conqueror. Are you hearing me? Neither height nor breadth nor principalities nor things seen nor things not seen or anything would separate him from that great love. I wanted to read... Verse number 17, I believe it's, no, I'm sorry, 14. 8, 14, now, now listen up. Actually, let's do 13. For if you are living according to the flesh, you must die. But if by the Spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. Let's read that together, verse 14. Are you ready? Here we go. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Now raise your hand. How many got that? 
See, that, that's who we are, church. So we're, we're to be led. You, you heard me talking about the fire here, being fire started, and, and, and the Holy Spirit come on you in Acts chapter 2, but then you need one more thing. You need Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4 is when you were baptized in boldness. Are you hearing me? Say, we're also to be baptized in boldness, Acts chapter 4. If you haven't, you better get there. Because you've got to get bold. Mr. Betty here is bold. Cloak of zeal. The cloak of zeal. And see, this, this uh, 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 our meeting at Tabernacles this year is, is zeal for his house. You are his house. If you don't get some zeal going, you're falling short, church. Okay. Oh, and we need to we need to uh, read our church prayer, and then we're we're done. Um, when they first came to sit up here, I didn't want to miss up your outfit. You look so pretty tonight. But the Lord told me to take the mantle that was on the pulpit and to put it on your shoulders. And this represents. I was like, well, what are you trying to say, Lord? He said, he's released a new mantle upon both of you. And this is your first time to present this. And how precious it is that we've been here tonight to witness the beginnings of something God will use many years beyond. This is the mantle. That pulpit over there is rolled around here for many years, and there is an anointing on it that this mantle was hanging on. And so we just say that tonight we recognize the mantle of the Word of God, and we cherish the fact that he's found two people that he could trust to coordinate this the preciousness of his word mm-hmm. and how much you value the people and not the ministry. That's right. You value the people, the children, mm-hmm. the ones he loves. So as whatever supernatural that Abba's doing tonight right. with the two of you. Mm-hmm. We honor you tonight. We honor you as a father and a mother to many who will come. Mm-hmm. And Rick is just the first of That's many right. that will come to help you. Right. To help you. Mm-hmm. To help you get this word out. That's right. And you are the zeal Mm-hmm. Roy, right. Roy, you are the zeal for his house. Mm-hmm. You are zeal. When he asked me, where is the zeal for my house? It lives right here in you. Amen. It lives right here in Susan. You are both zealous for the Lord, or you would have not undertaken this. That's right. And what we have witnessed in the last four years of the growth mm-hmm. in God, I mean, you have, you both had a lot of growth before that, but what he has asked you for, That's right. 
you thought you'd give it all, and you really have given it all right mm-hmm. now. We're down to it now. Right. And there is just such an anointing that's going to go forward. And we just want to encourage you. And we are blessed that we got to, we got to, they just gave us an offering of first fruits here. Right. It's not perfected. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? We got an offering of first fruits, and that's what this feast is about, right. first fruits. The first, he, he was the first of many brethren. Amen? Amen. He's the firstborn of the sons. (laughs) I mean, it's all about the first here. And we receive it. And we value it. We value it. And we consecrate it in Jesus' name. Let it all be set apart for your glory, Father. Let it all be set apart for for your glory. And we declare a flow just like the waters that you spoke of earlier. We declare a flow for the website That's right. and for all the teaching and that out of the flow of this belly of, this, of these two that have such a heart, Lord, that it would just flow, flow, flow That's right. without end. We just pray this over both of you. So just stretch out your end, arms mm-hmm. right now. Right now. Strengthen them. Yes, Lord. Father, let them be strengthened. Yes. Strengthened. Strengthened, Lord. This is so much bigger than any of us right now. Right. And God's calling us to greater and greater things. And we just thank you for it, Lord. And we just ask you again, let, let there be another portion of anointing and flow upon the property there in yes, Oklahoma. Lord. Lord, we've touched it. We've breathed it. We've seen the skies where you've sent them, Lord. And it is in the heart of the nation. And, Father, we thank you that you've planted this in the heartland of America. And you've trusted it in the hands of these two precious saints. We just thank you, Lord, and we count it a privilege to be family with these two. In Jesus' name. Amen. Right. How many home churches are there you, that you oversee? In Pakistan, 140. In Africa, 51. In Kenya, 27. In Uganda, we're moving into Tanzania now. The U.S., um, Wes asked me that yesterday. How many in the U.S.? And I seriously haven't counted them in a while. We're doing two. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't. Uh, in. in um, <coughs> So just give me a, a, an okay, estimate. I would say roughly there's about 75 to 80 that, um, that are pretty standard. In the, in the U.S., yeah. And yeah, we're, we're in Pakistan, of course, we're growing. They just call me from Pakistan. They just call me from Africa. And we're setting up an actual house in Africa now. After 11 years, we're actually renting a house, and we'll be training out of that house. I'll be over there first of the year. Larry will be there three months this time. And it's exploding in the U.S. We're doing a new one in Huntsville right now. We're doing a new one in Florida right now. We're doing a new one getting ready to go to Indonesia. And I don't know, it's it's just, it's exploding. And, you know, and uh, um, oh, it's really you? not about number. It, it, and these are all manuals. These are all teaching about it. Everyone, yep. here's one on intercession. I teach okay. on intercession. Hang on. Yeah. Do you hear what he's saying? 
Now, he's spoken about Robert Henderson, and we went, we went to Kona to see Seth. We met Robert Henderson. Robert I'm not And he has written books. What we've experienced in this last probably two or three, maybe four years here at Praise Chapel, the Konia, the relationship, very living room of the Father, even what we experienced in so many of the nights tonight. This man wrote of what we're walking in years ago. So what they've chosen to do is they're sending out through this now and willingness of endeavor to the nations of what God is doing today. Where it's not about buildings. There's a substance of the word that's being demonstrated because the home churches is all based upon relationship. And so to penetrate the realms of religion, buildings, man's ideas of success, this is what God has chosen to use to bring the opportunity for every person that wants the real thing, that doesn't want the form of religion, doesn't want to just attend a building. And so as I continue to hear what they're saying and what Rick is now being able to provide, as we see next door, we may cross over before we see the fullness of what this pur- of the purpose of what this building is. Everything that we're doing right now is far beyond what we're experiencing. It's for the generations to come. And so I value what's being spoken here tonight because this mantle, what's transpiring right now, is because there's a seed that's been uh, placed within them through Robert Phipps, through others, through God himself. If you were to read any of Roy's books over this 40 years... Few have experienced what he has. Few have experienced what he has and lived to talk about it. But yet also, all the street ministry, all the things that he has written about, he's still doing today, and he's mentoring others. He's going to set up tents. He's going into cities. He's showing them how to do it. So the value of what now is going to be available to the earth, not just what's going to be taking place close to where they're living, So I just want you to, I feel it's key because now this time of tabernacles, what's being sent out is God always uses this time to prepare us for what he's about to do in this next year, the six months. This is all part of it because they're going to penetrate places that physically no one can go. So I want you to really to hold them up because this is going to be an instrument in God's hand that there no longer will be walls, there will no longer be limitations because there isn't enough people to reproduce and carry it out. Because he's going to be able to go into the living rooms. He's going to be able to go right into their houses and train them up, equip them to where they can then manifest it in their own cities. Amen? Amen. So, Father, I affirm everything that's been spoken here that Kathy spoke over these two. And, Father, we as a house, we as a family, we purpose to stand. That which you, Father, have declared and purposed. Why? Because they've chosen that zeal. They've chosen. They've chosen to say, yes, Lord, send me. So we just bless you tonight. 
to be the strength that comes only from Him. But continue to bring the sons alongside to be able to carry out what He desires to do. Amen. Hallelujah. So, Father, we just thank you for tonight. To be a part. I'm sorry, did you have something more? There was um, just one other thing. Want to read what our the house church motto is, we belong to everything that belongs to Jesus, and everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to us. It's not us and them, it's just us. Mm-hmm. There's only one body of Christ, and the problems of the church, the whole church are our problems. We are the church. And we can do more together than we can do alone. And the, these are these are just a few of our teaching manuals. These manuals have been using these manuals for what, gosh, almost 40 years, some of them almost 40 years. And their actual experiences in intercession, experiences in discipleship, experiences on the streets. And so we put them in the manuals and we're teaching them right now. That's where the word says you have many teachers, if you want but to look few at it, fathers. Just, just pin us down while we're here. You can Amen. And I want to just share, um, you know, this is an end-time movement that you're moving into. You already are in it. But um, Dick Mills was a great prophet of God. I don't know if you've... Okay. So he told... Um, us when we were pastoring a church years ago that in the end times you were going to see house churches across the nations and there are going to be more house churches than there are mega churches and they're going to be filled so I just wanted to say we are behind you guys. We believe in you. Second thing is if you can do it we can do it. We don't have his vision, but God just affirmed to me tonight, you don't even know what it takes for these two just to get out of bed and walk, both of them. And I'm, you know, 20 years younger probably, and I'm, I'm like, I'm wondering if I can get up the stairs and down the stairs over at the house next door, you know, and they just do it. And it so inspires me. You guys so inspire me. You just rise above everything. And you just do it. Amen? And so if they can do it, you can do your vision. You can be creative. This is the house of creativity. God says this is the season for the house of creativity. He has a creative idea, a witty invention. He has a ministry. He has a marketplace ministry in us, in all of us, in something. There's so